go-to brands are go-tos for a reason, because you know what works best for you and for your customers. Lowe's just added another pro-grade brand, Eaton's Arrow Heart Products, available exclusively in our aisles and online, making us the first retailer to carry the safety and reliability of Arrow Heart electrical products you've been counting on for years. You'll also find Eaton wiring devices for any size job, residential to industrial. Shop Lowe'sforpros.com and pick up in-store, curbside, or ask about job site delivery. Lowe's, the new home for pros, U.S. only. Yo, this is comedian Michael Jr. I am so pumped about this episode. I brought on a funny dude, my friend, and we're going to talk about really how comedy works and how communication works. So this is really called Funny How Funny Works. It's the impromptu comedy that happens at a Michael Jr. comedy show. And maybe some impromptu information that ties it all together. It's supposed to be inspirational. It's time for Michael Jr. off the cuff. Dad, can I go play now? Yo, Michael Jr. here. I just want to let you know if you want to support this podcast, you can do so on Patreon. Your financial support will be highly appreciated. And depending on what tier you choose, you can get some really cool stuff as well. So just go to patreon.com slash Michael Jr. Or just hit the link in the show notes. I appreciate you. So we got a guest. Yes, we do. Well, you never bring any guests on the show, dude. I always, I'm always bringing my friends. You got, you got, that, you got, a, you got a friend. Yeah, I keep trying to bring him on, but you know how it works with me. Anytime I call people, they don't answer. You know who his friend is? His friend is Woody from uh, Toy Story. Hey. You got a friend in me. Hey, you know what? That may be, but... You got a friend in me. So what if I like listening to Tom Hanks? Life is like a box of chocolates. Chocolates? Is that what you say about work when we're here? Life is like working with... Bunch of... <laughs> no. Bunch of? Bunch of makes it so much better when you say bunch of. I just want to point that out. I want to point that out. So, um... We're really, really super amazingly excited about what's about to happen. We got some sponsors, though. We, we got to do. talk about our sponsors. Yes, because we need to get paid, though. Got to get paid, though. If you don't know what that's from, it's from uh, episode 17. Episode 17. Hey, which one is the Bob, Bob Goff? Bob Goff? I think it's 14, right? Yeah, it's 13, 14, I think. You should check out episode 14. It's probably my favorite episode. Yeah. The, one of my, for real, off the page, when we yeah. made it, it was one of my top 14 episodes. Yeah. When we made it. But now it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> You check it out. Anyway, so um, sponsors. sponsors. Yes. So our first sponsor, MichaelJr.com, uh, Michael Jr. Yes, Comedy Tour. Yes, Michael Jr. Comedy Tour. But more excitingly, what we have is, and we're really excited about this, I am anyways, is uh, we have a course that we created called Funny How Life Works, where we use funny to teach you how life works. Boom. Exactly. And, and actually, it's, it's kind of, it's like the name of what we're doing right now. Essentially, yes. But we created a course that is not just funny, because whenever you laugh, you retain up to 20%, 23% more information. You're actually, you're de- your depression can drop by like 36%, and you're uh, twice as productive than you would have been otherwise. I'm just letting you know, these are the benefits. So we took this funny, put it alongside some cool teaching about life, mm-hmm. and... Uh, you can actually get this course and go through it. Some videos, and some quizzes, some fun stuff. You can go through with the whole family. It's kind of dope. I like it a lot, man. Michael just started doing my thing and talking with his hands. Yeah, so I feel like I feel like I, I just should, start I talking be, with my hands just now. That was a little weird for me. I feel like I'm I'm owed royalties for this. Yeah, you weren't the first person to talk with your hands. No, but my we, guns are getting bigger, man. So we have a guest <laughs> on the show. We got a, we got a guest on the show that I'm yes. very very excited about. I'll introduce him shortly. Oh, non-sponsor sponsor. Yes, we should probably talk about them too. Yes. Even it though we're not going to be though. It is Embrace Grace. 
Embrace Grace is a great organization. We really, really like them a lot. They help people who have unplanned pregnancies. Nick has been there a bunch of times to to um, help out with audio and tech and stuff. Yeah, I've done and a that, couple things with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that. And then um, <laughs> <laughs> I am not sending people there he unless not it's from this show. Yeah. Like, unless you have a pre-existing pregnancy that I pre-existing I pregnancy I point you to them. <laughs> a pre-existing pregnancy. I'm making sure I cover my bases here because I'm. Yep. Nope. 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 Not. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. This is getting awkward really quick. Point yeah. is, Embrace Grace, they're fantastic this people. Amy Nick. Ford has a fantastic story. And then there's Chevy. just a, there's a, a... Amy Chevy. You got, you got her name wrong. Her last name is Chevy. Amy Cadillac. Amy Cadillac. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, she has a fantastic story. And a bunch of the other girls there as well. Um, it's not about what they're... It's against. Not about, it's against, about what they're, they're for. for. Exactly. Yeah. There, there's some really, really awesome people over there. They're all about stories. making babies. They don't make them. No, they just they deliver. Kind of. I know. I mean, you're not going to go there. If you're pregnant <laughs> and it's time to deliver, don't call Embrace Grace. Like if you're in labor. We'll, th- we'll throw you a shower. That doesn't help me get the baby out at yeah, this point. Yeah, maybe you get a shower after you had a baby because that's sticky. Yeah, there's apparently. some weird stuff going on, you yeah. know, biological things. We hey, did you know they keep the, 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 the there's, a, there's a big blob of something. Placenta. I, yeah, and then they the hospital is like, yo, you want this? No. <laughs> what am I going to do with that? It's a big bloody pillow. <laughs> They're like, you want this? And he's like, ah. But the truth is, is that you, the stem cells in there are invaluable. But you mm-hmm. can't, you don't got, it's not like you got a refrigerator. You can be like, you know, I'm going to put these here. You know, I'll put that here. And if my knees start tripping, I'm going to just right cut in. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you making sound effects? That is the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> Well, it's because like, normally I go for the visual, but I was like, oh, we're on an audio podcast. They need to know what we're talking about. Yeah, you don't rub. You wouldn't rub it on your knee. You'd have to eat some of it. I'm not going to make that sound effect. <laughs> Listen, hey, so a friend of mine, when she was pregnant, they had a, they had the placenta, right? Yeah. And she, she, they said, hey, do you want to keep this? Because I guess they got to ask. I don't mm-hmm. know. And then she was like, yeah. <laughs> and then apparently they have a process where they can, mm-hmm. they can dry it up and turn it into pill form. Oh. And she still got some pills. Oh, yeah, dude, it's a real Whoa. thing. Like it's a real plus. I don't know if it's called a placenta pill. I don't know. Anyway, so we got a guest who's dope. I love this dude. With that wonderful intro. With that <laughs> amazing intro. Listen, my man Rick Roberts is hysterical. Does some great impressions, but also can break down comedy and exactly how it works in a way like nobody else I know can, except for maybe Nick. When it comes to breaking down. Just in general, in life, and not really getting things done. Like you <laughs> talking about me. Are we talking oh. about an emotional breakdown? Yeah, a mental I'm sorry. Breakdown, <laughs> yeah, I was talking literal about literal car breaking down. <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about? Yeah, here? yeah, yeah. He can break down comedy. You just break down. So my self esteem is an all time high right now. Yeah, no, I've, I've broken down too, man. Just in worship because you know Jesus, oh, Lord, it's worth it. But you just uncontrollably break down. So with that being said, um, Rick, dude, what's up? Welcome, man. For real, this is uh, we're we're we've changed the name to the po- of the podcast. The name to of the it. slippery placenta. What did you change? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny that how placentas work. Yeah, um, if you're just tuning in right now, uh, that is not what this show is about. We just we just <laughs> placenta. We could talk about this, kids. If you don't know what a placenta is, go just, ask your parents. Ask your parents. They'll explain it to you. I don't actually know what it is. Uh, it's like a bloody pillow. I can tell you real quick, when I worked on thoroughbred horse farms and they would give birth, the size of that placenta was pretty impressive. Yeah. And if, I can tell you off the air uh, what we did with those placentas oh, after okay. the horse delivered successfully. Oh, cool. I don't, think, 
I won't look. I, I won't look right forward now. to that. I won't look forward to that. <laughs> yeah, when we hang up, we just gonna hang up, Rick. I don't want to hear any of them stories about the doggone horse. Well, how did we get here? Um, because we we're talking about embrace. I grace. don't really want to know how we got here. <laughs> then I don't just ask the move. question. All right. So uh, Rick is brilliant, like really, really smart. If you ever get a chance to see him on stage, dude's out of Nashville. Very, very funny. Really smart. But it's one thing to understand how to drive a car. It's something else to understand how the car works. Ooh. Rick can drive and he knows how it works. So what I'm talking about is he can deliver comedy and a dude can break it down as well. So um, we kind of want to know some of the tactics, man, because there's probably some, there's some listeners out there who may want to add comedy to any part of their life, anything they're doing, meaning if they do some public speaking, great. But also if they want to connect with a, a, a spouse or even their kids more, like how could they... It would, like you could really gain a lot from just inserting comedy into any conversation, especially with your kids, because again, they're going to retain up to twenty three percent more information, be twice as productive, and then reduce any stress that they may have by thirty six percent. So, and it doesn't have to be some formula. I mean, I'm not saying go home and then stand on the couch and look at your kids and be like, "Hey, who drove the furthest?" Like you can't, you're not going to do a set. What's your name, buddy? Like not that, but there's some. Where are you from? Yeah. Upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's going to be some key takeaways that Rick could bring. This dude's pretty dope. So, Rick, what's your website? Uh, you can check out all the comedy teaching stuff at schooloflaughs.com. School of Laughs. Dude's legit with it, too. Legit. We're actually going to be doing some stuff together. So, Rick, what does somebody need to know if they want to apply comedy? Let's say they do some, uh, let's say they're a teacher or they do any public speaking. What, what's the first thing you teach somebody? Well, I think that it's important for them to learn, and you've already stated a few statistics, but it's important for them to know that comedy is, is just a quick connection. And the great thing about uh, being a comedian on stage is you know right away if you're connecting or not. If they're laughing, they're connecting. If they're not laughing, they're not connecting. Mm -hmm. As a teacher, you might have some nonverbal cues that they're connecting. They're taking notes or they're thinking pensively and staring staring at you intently looking for the message. Right. But one way to make sure that your message is received and remembered is to add some humor to it. So when so, I talk so to one speakers... Second, or one second, let me just help Nick out. So Nick, when you're talking to a girl and she is not looking at you or in any way at all, you should just leave. Or if she says something, if she gives you an indicator like... Um, and she does something like she says, stay away from me. Nick, that's a that's a, clearly that's a very a cue. clear cue. To no, that's a cue to dude, you you're just being creepy. I just want to throw it <laughs> out there. So I'm sorry, carry on. I was just I was just a, it was a teaching opportunity. Well, so, there's right. gonna be apparently we need a lot of those for Nick. I can just tell by the gaze in his eyes that he's soaking <laughs> all this in. <laughs> just this is, this is watching my dreams, aspirations, hopes, and everything slowly fade away, crying yeah, into yeah. the night. Your wife is but, listening right now, Nick. And she, she fills your heart. She does. Go. Yeah. Well, for the teachers, here's the thing. If, if there's a key thing, a key takeaway, you want your students to walk away with that day. And I know teachers cover a lot in every subject they teach, but each lesson should have one key takeaway. If you can illustrate that point through some comedy and some humor, it's going to be remembered. And that's going to help the student achieve better results on your tests. It's going to make you feel better as a teacher because your students are at a higher passing rate. So the first thing I say is, is don't be afraid to try it. I'd be afraid not to try it. If you don't, mm -hmm. you're not going to get results that you could be getting. Mm -hmm. And here's this could be your unfair advantage over every other biology teacher or every other history teacher in the school system is that you add a little humor to it. People, students look forward to coming into your classroom if they know they're going to laugh a little bit because of the endorphins that are released. Students don't know that. 
but it's, it's a chemical release. And the only place they can get that is your class. Well, they're going to be showing up early and staying late if you just give them a little bit of humor to go with it. And even when you fail at humor, it can be funny. It can be especially awkward. So to mm-hmm. write a line for when things don't go right, I would start with that. Write 10 lines for what you would say if people don't laugh at your joke. Mm. And then when they don't laugh, you've got something to say. You're not frozen like a deer in headlights. Yes. So I, I would start with a savor line and then work on crafting jokes for, for your takeaways. 100%. Wow. A savor line. So, Nick, if you approached a girl, let's just, I'm just using this as an example. Is that okay if I just use an example? And, and, and you, because you have a good sense of humor sometimes, and you walk up to her and say, and you say, hey, <laughs> I wonder if you want to go out with me. And she's like, no. And then a savor line, you'd be like, hey, I do comedy. I was joking. Uh, uh, Jesus, I pray right now. You're going to break out in prayer in this moment. That's great. That's awesome, Nick. So cool. One, you want to get yourself a saver line. And yeah. um, I think that's brilliant because now it'll give you extra courage on how to present right. what you think is funny yeah. because you know you got to out. That's here for the ladies. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And the thing, too. <laughs> you know about that, Rick, where they say, give it up for the ladies. You know about that? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Just that's because they got nothing. You can't do that in a class. Though. In my house, give it up, man. <laughs> you, you can't do that in the classroom. That'd be weird. You're a male teacher. Did your joke go bad? You're like, give it up for the ladies. Give it up for the ladies. I find it very one? amusing that he was talking about using chemicals in school, you know. I was told not to do that stuff. These are the legal kind, man. You can't beat the chemical endorphin that's released. That's for sure. Oh, that's dope. But yeah, uh, I think that's the key. If you're not afraid of it and you know what's going to, you just know that it's not going to work 100% all the time. I mean, Michael, when you get on stage, there's a part of your program where you just say, I'm going to try out some new jokes and find out if they work or not. You're that's not a- concerned about losing the audience because you know that they're there to see you and they, they know from watching you in other videos and other performances that you're going to deliver, but you're inviting them to be part of the process. And yeah, so even great. if you're a teacher trying to implement comedy for the first time, you can even tell your students, hey, I want you guys to help me with a funny way to say this, uh, an analogy that's funny that explains this process or oh, a story that you can relate this to. If you involve your students in there and they get a chance to deliver a laugh, then all of a sudden they want to attend class more because they're part of the funny process. They're delivering that that's endorphins awesome. to the rest of their students, you know? So, so what about the family? If you're at home and you're a dad or a mom or maybe a kid and you want to in, infuse some comedy into what you guys are doing, just at home, what are some ways that possibly you could you could do so or what's some techniques that they could look at? Well, I tell you, if I've got a 14 and a 7-year-old and I'm married, and if all four of us want to laugh, the, easy, the quickest and easiest thing, you don't have to say anything. This is brilliant. It's getting to a staring contest with each other. Have you ever uh, ended a staring contest where somebody didn't laugh? Yeah, the police. Yeah. That's the, <laughs> the popo. <laughs> the popo could be one. Yeah, cool. Uh, Nick, well, let's but, try. Let's try to do a staring contest right now, Nick. Ready? Let's do it. Set. That's a bad idea. Go. I'm done. I can't do it's it. Done right? I'm done. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Now, around the house, there's a. Everybody has their role in the house. Everybody has a role in an organization or a school system, whatever it is. To acknowledge what your role is and play against it, that's called contrast. So if you do something that is unlike yourself. That will be surprising, and typically, as long as it's not threatening, it'll be funny. So mm. for, for you to break your tendency. So here's, here's something that we did recently in our house is we had, because we're in quarantine, we've got extra family time, which is great. So we have challenges every night. And one challenge we did was have each person draw a picture of somebody else in the house without putting the name at the bottom. And they were going to mm. put them in a pile, draw them out, and you had to guess who the picture was of. Now I've got seven, 14, 
41 and 51. So it's the, the art skills are across the board. Any of them adopted from Africa? Not yet. Okay, Not just thought I'd check because it wouldn't be obvious. <laughs> Who got the brown it, marker? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take any COVID-19 free kids right now if they want to come over for dinner. <laughs> if you get an extra mask or whatever, that's the price of admittance. Dude, that is but so yeah, awesome, man. So they, so they draw a picture and they put with no name at the bottom, and then what? how does that play out? Okay, so when you when you find the one that is you, you'll almost instantly, even with the worst artist in the house, know what your most pronounced feature is on your That's face. Hilarious. Your child, your seven year old, will draw your head three times as big as it normally is. That but is that's how they see Hilarious. Right? So just these aren't even jokes. They're just fun things you can do to start start a little laughter moment in the house and lighten things up a little bit. We also do a uh, talent night. We do two talent nights a week. So the first talent night's Monday or Tuesday, depending on how things are rolling. And we each do something. We might sing a song or make up a story or do an odd skill. And then the next talent night, we draw that talent that somebody else did out of a hat, and we have to do that talent. So if you're not the singer, all of a sudden you've got the guitar and you've got to put a song together. If you're not the artist, now you've got the crayons, you got to paint. If you're not the juggler, now you've got to juggle. And it, it's always funny because nobody's as good at that as the person who did it for their talent night. So mm-hmm. as long as well as with being funny, you start to appreciate the skills other people have that maybe you just kind of glossed over before. But when you're trying to perform what they can do in front of everybody else, it's funny and you start to have a little bit more respect. Mm. Dude, that is brilliant, dude. So y'all do a talent night on a regular basis like that? Wow. Yeah, once we got in lockdown, we started thinking every night should be a challenge so that we wrap up with family time, a focused family time that's a little bit competitive usually. We do game nights and stuff like that too, but everybody brings their best because Mm. even in a group of four people, you don't want to be fourth. Yeah. Wow. Hey, so let's do this, man. I have a... uh, I got a joke I'm working on, right? Because you, I don't know if you know this, Rick, but I took my entire comedy special and I put it on, on YouTube so people could laugh. As opposed to, I'm talking about the one that's not out yet. We just put the whole thing on YouTube. It's 127 minutes of stand-up on YouTube. We put it up there last week just so, because, you know, there's a lot of fear with the virus and all this stuff is going on. So we just put it on YouTube so everybody can watch it, which is great. People are really getting into it a lot. I think it has like, uh, 72 views already, so I'm pumped about those people. 72? How yeah. do you get those numbers? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's getting a lot of, a really a lot of traction. The reason I did it is because all of the fear that's out there, and I, I believe that fear and laughter have a hard time living in the same space. So I just felt like I was supposed to do it. So we dropped it out there. But as you know, as a stand-up comedian, that once you put all your content out there, now you got to develop. Like, I'm running hard to develop the content for the next, for the next thing. So, uh, so I'm working on a joke. So I'm gonna throw a joke out there. Nick cool. knows some people who got a sense of humor. You are obviously really good at what you do. So I'm gonna throw a premise out there, and then you guys tell me what you got. I'm not gonna give. I'm not necessarily gonna do the punchline. Okay. Well, one of them is. Um, uh, so my parents. Let me see. How do I say this? My. Uh, my parents were very. They don't. They don't want to spend a lot of money. And my um, brother had a peanut allergy. And uh, pulling out the EpiPen wasn't, you know, it didn't happen without a conversation. Like, you know, it was just, it was a, it, it, like, just that, that's it. That's all I'll give you. Mm-hmm. So 
So what comes to mind with regards to that? So I'm let, we're letting you guys in on what to, what, how to pull a joke apart, what happens, the whole mindset thing. So what I'm doing right now and what I always do with any comedian friends is I don't tell them my punchline necessarily so they'll have the freedom to go wherever they want to. And then if it fits into my punchline, we'll use it. So mm-hmm. uh, EpiPen, Cheap Parents, Brother at, with Peanut Allergy, that's all, that's all I got so far. I mean, that's, not all all right. I got, that's not all I got. That's all I'm throwing out there. Mm-hmm. So, gotcha. Go so ahead. you got three parts there, three things you're kind of setting up. One that he had the allergies to the peanuts. So that's an opportunity mm-hmm. for a laugh. So the first thing I would do is say something like, and I know he's allergic to peanuts because every night when he go to bed, I'd rub peanuts over his nose <laughs> until he started coughing and sneezing. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, some people call that cruelty. I call it building up an immunity, yeah, something like that. That is dope. So you, was, you're yeah. introducing the topic in a fun way, but you haven't really got to the, the big twist so, yet. You're so just I would say, to it. So with that, I would say I knew he allergic to peanut because one night I put a Reese's Pieces cup next to his pillow, and he his side of his face swelled up. So I was like, yes. I was scared. So the next night I just put it on. You a, put two under, of them. <laughs> I, put, I put it under his pillow. <laughs> And then yeah. the following week, yeah, yeah. So now we just continue on how much I did it. Yeah. So the next night, I put the set, I put another one on the other side. So this way, his face wasn't so lopsided. <laughs> I wanted to even his face out. I like that. I like right. that. What else you got? Anybody? We got. I like that. So here's what I have. Unless somebody wants to jump in, mm-hmm. you guys are literally seeing the behind the scenes of writing some uh, some comedy stuff that nobody else has. We normally don't even show this stuff right here. So let me see. Email. I have a whole list of things that I kind of a process that I do here. So um, it was my little brother. Oh, so so he started swelling up one day, and I remember hearing my parents have a conversation. Well, how far is the hospital? Because EpiPen <laughs> is like six hundred dollars. Like it's very right. expensive. Yeah. And um, I think ours was used to. Did I mention that? <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I'm pretty sure it was. You might have picked ours up at the pawn shop. I saw my, my dad would hold it up to the light and see if there was some juice under it. And it was like, it's a, I think there's something in it. He's going to be okay. <laughs> so uh, He'd go to the pawn shop and get the used, half-used EpiPen. Yeah, that's hilarious. Or my cousin Pookie has another couple in his trunk or his coat. You got a cousin named Pookie. That's crazy. What would the, the knockoff brand name of an EpiPen be? Oh, that's dope. That might um, be one that he picked up. So, like... You know, like Erios instead of Cheerios. That's what would be awesome. The EpiPen. EpiPen version of that. That's that's one quick laugh you could get. That's hilarious. Here's a, a premise. Is, uh, we don't have any EpiPens actually in our house, but we knew all of the people in our neighborhood who had one <laughs> in case something went down. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we're not going to spend $300, but in case something go down, we, we got the one. Yeah, um, yeah maybe you're... Maybe your brother had to make friends with a kid that had severe allergies, just so there's a backpack always nearby. That is awesome. (laughs) Where are you going? Timmy's house. You're not going to Timmy's. You're going to Jim's. Jim's got the backpack with the EpiPens. Here's some some Reese's pieces. (laughs) Don't stay up too late. Wait, Rick, where are you from where you know a little kid named Jim? That is not a kid's name. Jimmy. (laughs) His name should be Jimmy. Why is there a little kid, a six-year-old Jim? That is hilarious. That's like a... uh, that's going like against a, tendencies, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Cool. So, in your class, because you actually teach a class on comedy, right? Uh, what are right. what are what is uh, what do you hope that people walk away with? Well, I want them to make their the programs more impactful, and the comedy is the way that that they don't think about doing that. So, I want to add humor to their takeaway points to their main message. Uh, but also, here's the thing that is a huge benefit. You know, you don't want to set the goal out to win the trophy, but here's the trophy for speakers and for communicators is you get bookings again. 
And mm-hmm. so a, a byproduct of making people laugh is they want to be around you more. So if you can make them laugh in your program, they're going to try to find a way, man, how do we bring you in for this leadership conference? Or how do we bring you in for this? Because they know that you can deliver a feeling as well as the content that they're looking for. Ooh, deliver a feeling. Mm-hmm. I never even point. thought about it that way, man. It's too, it's yeah, but a lot of people come to a comedy show to get away. I mean, you've heard it. I know for sure I've heard it many times is, Somebody will walk up and they'll go, man, I needed that tonight. And they'll tell you exactly why they needed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right now we're not considered essential businesses. But when people need you, I think we are. And people come up after funerals, after uh, mm-hmm. hard times in the home, abuse, all kinds of mm-hmm. things. They come to a common act just to escape that for a little bit. So mm-hmm. we're delivering mental um, things with our jokes and our, and our stories. But the feelings that we give, that's what people hire and book over and over again. The content they can get anywhere. They can... They can relay your content to somebody else, but it's the feeling you deliver it with is what makes you different. Wow. Dude, I told you, Rick is legit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, don't know. He, he could drive a car, but he could tell you how it's made, too. Good like, for gracious. Real. Literally, for real. So, um, Rick, how do people uh, contact you? and Tell us what you got cracking. You got I, a, I got a few different things. One, if you are, are a speaker. That's enough. Con- Anyways, thank thanks you. for your time. Dot <laughs> 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 com. <laughs> It's awesome. No, go ahead, Rick. What you got? Oh, I've got a new website called slipperyplacenta.org. <laughs> Comes with free sound effects. Nick spit up. Do not Google. Do do not Google that. I'm do just gonna not. throw that Slippery out there. Don't no. Google it because something will pop up. One of my midwife so, uh, friends posted that on like Instagram. She posted a picture of everything came out. I was like, why would you post that? Nobody wants to see that. You know, but people always talk about the midwife, but what about the quarter wife? They do a, they right. do about twenty five percent of the work and get none of the recognition. <laughs> because you know why? Because they quit before it's over. That's yep. why it is. They only yeah. get part it way takes through. Four of those to make a whole wife. Wait, why? Anyhow, midwife. The, uh, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! You know what you could do with that joke if it's if it's called a midwife. A dude could say that after they split up. Dude, that was my midwife. That's we, my midwife. We didn't make it all the way. <laughs> she was just. Right. She was. She was halfway there. Yeah. Cool. She was with me in my 30s and 40s. Yeah. Uh, my okay. midwife. Third quarter wife. So, yeah, slipperyplacenta.com. <laughs> and <laughs> it's uh, masterlaughterclass.com. If you're a speaker and you want to learn how to put some comedy into your content, uh, we go through a lot of very, um, very, how would I say, concrete processes that are easy, but until you have somebody explain them to you and walk you through it, they may seem difficult. Uh, we pick specific parts of your program to target, and I give you specific types of jokes that work in those situations so that you don't have to do any of the guesswork. It's not as easy as fill in the blank, but it'll help you identify the spots to tackle. Masterlaughterclass.com. In the next month or so, definitely by June 1st, it will be online as an option, but we also meet up a couple times throughout the year in different physical locations. Once we're allowed to do that again, legal. yeah. And then when you go to go to the website, just check out. Uh, just put in mention Michael Junior. So I can get paid though. Yeah, no, I'm just playing. So yeah. like, like literally, you're gonna learn a lot, and you're gonna be able to not just learn it. You're gonna be able to apply it. Because think about it, comedy actually helps you retain more information, and you're gonna be learning some information from a comedian who knows how to help you retain more. Like you just you're just gonna get it. You probably won't even need an ink pen. I mean, I would take one just because. Yeah. But it's you're really gonna gather a bunch of information. I know I've learned from Rick. Over the uh, the years, for sure, dude's really smart, man. Really, oh, absolutely. Really smart. So, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. You were, don't thank me for you being smart. You gotta talk to your parents, bro. I, I mean, let's 
Unless there's something I don't know. Show me you got a picture of your mom's. I don't like. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just it's, <laughs> it's you, man. You got skills. You've been digging in, and I'm I'm very proud of the work you put in, dude. Like this dude is getting at it. So. With that being said, um, don't forget you can call in our phone number, our Michael Jr. Wait, you said you had a couple things going on, didn't you, Rick? Well, the other thing I just thought I should mention, uh, your listeners listen to podcasts. I've got one. No, 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 they don't. They, <laughs> they never listen yes. to podcasts. They only listen Put to mine. Put it mind. on your YouTube Especially channel. not Andy Stanley. They yeah, never listen to never, him either. Never Andy Stanley. We can get 72 new listeners by going to Michael Jr.'s uh, YouTube channel and tagging all the comments. But uh, <laughs> it went School up. of Last. SchoolofLast.com. Yeah. We've got 212 episodes. And, uh, SchoolofLast.com. need to grab Michael for one here soon. He got a podcast, SchoolofLast.com. And um, I think that you also, this is crazy, but I think um, he actually lives in his house because he's doing his podcast. I mean, he's doing his interview from his house right now. Barney Fife lives with this dude. I know it's the weirdest oh, yeah. thing ever. He actually lives in the same house with him. Is, he, ar- get is him? he around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if I can, let's see if I can. Get him. Yeah, let's see if we could get him. Well, how's everybody doing out there this afternoon? <laughs> COVID-19. I thought you said code 19 Put on the hat, Andy. We got to get out of town. <laughs> there, there he is. That's crazy. In the same house. That in is, the same house. I was really waiting for him to dig into his pocket to pull out his one bullet that he had. Yeah, that's dangerous, dude. Yeah, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Mm-hmm. It's like what? an EpiPen. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they had EpiPens in Barry May. Yo, Michael Jr. here. Just wanted to let you know, if you want to support this podcast and help us create more content like this, you can support us financially on Patreon. When you do this, you're also going to probably get some really cool perks as well. So just go to patreon.com slash Michael Jr. Or hit the link in the show notes. Okay, so with that being said, don't forget, but like all means, check out uh, what Rick got cracking. This dude is legit, and he's going to bring it for real. Um, and then you can do leave your Michael Jenner's wondering question at 903-213-2019. Let me say this. So when it comes to adding funny, funny literally helps you do life better in, in every aspect of it. That's why we created the course, Funny How Life Works. But when it comes to doing anything that can help you communicate better to other people you are literally i believe making the world a better place because if you can if you have something to say that's actually going to help people and you can do it in a way that's going to make them feel good you're literally making the world a better place you're making your world a better place you're making their world a better place and in doing so you're just making things better so if you can help yourself to grow by doing things such as taking rick's course or my course or whatever it takes that your communication is stronger you're literally as long as you're saying something positive you're literally going to make us all stronger as well. So jump in. Like, so what? You're not a stand-up comedian, but you're a mom, you're a dad, you're a friend, and somebody might need a little extra smile, and you happen to have their attention in that moment, and you can deliver. I love you. I appreciate you. I'm Michael Jr. It is funny how life works. We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. 
Ya es la venta de ciberdías de JCPenney en la tienda o jcp.com. Obtén el cupón más grande de la temporada, 35% de descuento extra. Úsalo y ahorra 60% en ropa de cama, artículos para el baño y decoración para ventanas JCPenney Home. Y hasta 60% en selección de pijamas para todos. Y aprovecha entrega tu auto. Es rápido y gratis. Juntos en celebración y paz. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas del 29 de noviembre al 1 de diciembre. Aplican condiciones y exclusiones. Detalles en la tienda o jcp.com.